Sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalib Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Show, ESPN Central Texas, getting it rolling. Four o'clock on Tuesday. It's the week. It's the. Uh, this is the area of uh, state titles, just all around uh, state title games. I think there's gonna be some state title winners. Got uh, Mart getting ready to go. That's gonna be very exciting. And uh, some of these matchups are going to be great. We're getting closer and closer to uh, uh, we've got Abbott. And then, of course, China Spring gets it on Friday at uh, 3 o'clock. And, man, it's going to be uh, that's going to be so much fun. And, Aaron, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do a show. You know, I may that might be it might work out okay. I think what I'll do is I'll be watching the game uh, while doing the show, and I won't be able to do quite play by play. But for people that want to kind of keep up, I'll be giving updates throughout the game, and then we'll have various people in the uh, stadium. I know, uh, boy, Tom's getting ready to call that Mart game. He and Coach Tusa uh, cannot wait for that, and. Um, and then just everybody, Lark loves being up there at state title games. We'll have no shortage of people being able to kind of call in with different updates and that kind of thing. I think we've got something going on at Morrison's. Great place to shop during the holidays. That'll be uh, Friday afternoon. And uh, we'll uh, look forward to that. I, I met the uh, owner of Morrison's recently. I'd seen him around before because they've been in business for years, but he has this great handlebar mustache, puts a little uh, old special wax on it, and it's just beautiful, kind of a, a Raleigh Fingers type look. I mean, you don't just roll out of bed and have this kind of look, so it's uh, it's very, very nice. Now, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, uh, getting us going today. And uh, it's with heavy hearts that uh, we do share with you. Uh, I'm sure if you've been online, you've been on Facebook, you've been on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you do your social media, or you've heard on the radio through our reports and everything, but uh, Mike Leach did uh, pass away. And uh, we've been hearing dire reports for a couple of days now. And this started, I believe, on Sunday in... May have been, may have been like late Saturday night, but uh, then into Sunday, and then of course yesterday we were kind of getting uh, some reports throughout the day. And uh, he, uh, at age sixty-one, has left us. And 
what he left us with is a uh, a legacy of humor, fun, innovation. Uh, I I was going to go look for a book. I think I have Bruce. He wrote a book with Bruce Feldman called uh, "Swing Your Sword." And that was a real good one. And then there was another book that a guy that for years wrote for Texas Monthly Magazine. And he wrote a book about how Mummy and Mike Leach and the formation of the air raid offense and, and where that all came from. How Mummy was, uh, and that started at a tiny little school. I, I guess it's probably Division Three, Iowa Wesleyan in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And that's where uh, Mike Leach really, I mean, he started at some different places after he went to law school. He went to BYU. He played some rugby there. He did not play football. And then he went to law school at Pepperdine. And what sort of marked his life was just, just constant curiosity. And I've asked Aaron to, to play a few uh, clips from uh, Coach Leach a little later in the program today. There's been some really fun stuff on Twitter, and it wasn't always about football. A lot of it was not football. It would be about, you know, he would do, he would go across the Pac-12 mascots and, and try to decide which he thought. He, he of course, uh, had a fascination with Pirates. Then at one point, he got so fascinated with Geronimo and uh, Native Americans that I think he wrote a book about Geronimo, but he just he just was constantly trying to learn. And I had the, inter- uh, the the pleasure of getting to interview him in the past. I interviewed him, Aaron, when it was still kind of fresh. What had happened at Texas Tech, and of course that was an ugly ending, and it involved Craig James, the former SMU great, and Craig James's son. I'll never forget. You know, Baylor played um, Texas Tech not long after that. I guess that was when Tom Tuberville took o- took over. And um, and Adam James, at one point, I think was still on that Tech team, believe it or not, after that being such a huge story. I mean, it ended Craig James's media career, basically. And at the time, he was trying to become a politician. But that was a... Uh, that was an ugly story, and, and, and Coach Leach fought that for years, and he sued Texas Tech, and he sued ESPN at one point, and he did not win the case against Texas Tech to get his back pay or to get paid the money they owed him because of uh, sovereign immunity. All right, I'm not going to get back into my law school days, but uh, that was an interesting case, and it was very interesting to visit with him about that since he went to law school fascinating guy in the college uh, football world is a less interesting place because uh, we've lost coach leach aaron did you um did you when he was at texas tech and he started to become uh one of uh college football's great characters did you did you lo- did you like those tech teams i mean obviously you're a baylor fan did, what was the uh, what was your opinion of Leach over the years, and did it change, or did you always kind of love the character that he was? I did. He has always been my non Baylor head coach favorite college coach. 
He's just he's funny, he's genuine, and he was a brilliant, brilliant offensive mind. I loved watching his offenses, and I loved listening to him talk, whether it was in the post game news conference or in an interview on you know on the radio. He was always great, and uh, he was just. I wish there were more people and more coaches in in college football like him. You know, in his own quirky way, Dave Aranda's a little like him. And, and certainly not some of the personality traits that Leach was just very naturally. Leach was just goofy, but he was also brilliant. Um Miranda, I think, has the brilliance. I don't. I wouldn't describe him as goofy. He's just a little quirkier, and but some of the stuff they read, and some of the the their curiosity, I think they shared that in common. And it won't shock you to know that Dave Miranda uh, worked with him many years ago at uh, Texas Tech. That would have been probably circa oh I don't know two thousand two thousand one. Uh, he joined up with Bob Stoops in about 1999, and it was uh, it was Coach Sto- uh, it, it was Mike Leach who brought Josh Heupel from Tiny Snow College, Utah, and and he thought that was a guy who could run his offense, and the rest is history. Uh, now, Coach Leach already went to Texas Tech to take over for Spike Dykes in 2000. And it, before Texas, uh, before Oklahoma won that national title, but they won that national title in 2000. And of course, Coach uh, Leach helped lay the foundation for them to go get that uh, national title. Now, um, the latest news, by the way, on Mississippi State, they will play in that January 2nd Relia Quest Bowl against Illinois. The uh, Bulldogs interim athletic director, uh, Bracky Brett, told ESPN on Tuesday. Aaron, does that sound like somebody beat Mississippi State? Somebody named Bracky? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the statement said the players are 100% behind playing this bowl game and doing what Coach Leach would expect them to do. Um, we all know that's what Coach Leach would want, and it's what we should do. I don't think there was ever any doubt, really, but uh, but of course people wondered a little bit today uh, the, the death of uh, Coach Leach if they would go on and play, and uh, they'll uh, there'll be a memorial service. I don't think we have details on that. That'll take place on campus uh, at some point in the coming days. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett was placed in charge of the program after Leach was taken to the hospital Sunday. Arnett will coach the Bulldog, the Bulldogs in the bowl game, and um, that that's uh, that is what is happening right now at uh, Mississippi State. You you remember they lost their their AD went to Auburn, I believe it was, and so um, we shall see. I, I did like this statement from the uh, spokesperson um, or from the uh, interim AD, Aaron. It's only fitting that we play this game and honor Coach Leach in a stadium that has a pirate ship <laughs> for a guy nick, nicknamed the Pirate. And um, for people that don't know, that was because he had this fascination and obsession with pirates. And for a while, he read everything he could on the subject. And the same guy who wrote the book, 
Blindside, and he wrote the book about Enron, and uh, maybe it was maybe that one was called Too Big to Fail. Um, he wrote a lot, but Michael Lewis, very famous writer, wrote a New York Times uh, piece, a magazine piece about Mike Leach many years ago in the 2000s sometime, and that became a very famous um, – in fact, you should go back and read that if you get a chance. Just Google Michael Lewis, L-E-W-I-S, Mike Leach, and I, th- I still think you could go back and get that in the archives. And they may try to make you subscribe to uh, New York Times, but stick with that and you'll find it. Some really nice pieces out there. Andy Staples, if you're a subscriber to The Athletic, Andy Staples wrote a very nice piece today. And there's just some really good, um, there's some really good things uh, out there about uh, Coach Leach. Very, very funny guy. Uh, and uh, and just one of the great minds in the history of college football. In fact, Aaron, you can't watch these spread offenses and not think of Hal Mummy and Coach Leach and, of course, Mouse Davis. There are others that played a role in what we commonly see now as, uh, as some of these spread offenses. But the, the Air Raid was a name that, they were kind of looking for a way to almost a, a gimmicky, a fun name for it. And Leach had a knack for being able to come up with little slogans. In fact, back at Iowa Wesleyan, Aaron, as I recall it, Leach served as like the publicist as well as the, um, the team's offensive coordinator. And he was like had to play the role of the SID to a certain extent. And there was some great story about him. There's a bunch of great stories about him. But he he would – USA Today wasn't putting their scores in for some reason. And Leach found a way, and he, and he, he almost like called as a – you know, he found a way to get those scores in USA Today. And he had to go about it in a really secretive, underhanded way to make it happen. I'll look that up. It's in that book I was telling you. In that book, if you want to read that book, it's really, really good. The One of the authors, or the main author of it is S.C. Gwynn. G-W-Y-N-N-E. S.C. Gwynn. Sam Gwynn is what we call him, the, the folks that know him. Uh, good book. Really good book on Mike Leach and the uh, air raid offense. All right, it is time. We're going to do this. uh, We usually do this at 5 o'clock on Tuesdays. Today we're doing it at 420. Coach Nikki Collin on the Matt Mosley Show next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value, available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Gard. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Merry Christmas from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. It's a staggering fact and one that should give you pause. More than 130,000 trucks drive around Central Texas roads every week, and sadly, as many as 50% of them drive around completely naked without a stitch of accessory on them. The plight of truck nudity is real. Won't you help? This Christmas, open up your heart to those in need. Maybe a friend, a family member, or maybe it's your truck. Give generously and give them the gift of dignity. An outfit from Pickup Outfitters. At Pickup Outfitters, we're doing our part too. We've extended our Truck Friday specials all the way to Christmas Eve. Like $50 off any standard toolbox, $100 off RKI or WeatherGuard heavy-duty toolboxes. Please don't turn a blind eye. Christmas is not the time for a truck to go naked. Give the gift of an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. Fighting truck nudity for 25 years at 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27 13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on the team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night, 121-114. Maz will host Cleveland tomorrow night. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Audio's Matt Mosley show. Well, we might need to wait for the for the big uh, the big moment there, but well, we cannot keep Coach Collin waiting. Nikki Collin joining us on her weekly appearance, and uh, Nikki, uh, hope things are uh, are are going well. Do you like that song Thunder? You, are you an ACDC fan at all? Is that in your oh, wheelhouse? Oh, I mean, I. Fan, I mean, it's kind of part of childhood, right? Like, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest part of it. <laughs> you and I, I are about to say, see me, see me lining up for an ACDC concert, but <laughs> but I appreciate the song. I could see you maybe uh, some U two, or maybe some uh, Depeche Mode, having been in your past. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, something something along those lines, because we're pretty much the same age, so. I think we've had we had maybe even Huey Lewis in the news. I, I went through oh, that wow. as a kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But unfortunately, the only the, I mean, <laughs> right. I can't fight this feeling. Oh my gosh! You yeah. Sometimes if you, you didn't. Can't. If you you didn't hear that at a junior high dance, you were not living. You were not getting out because that was back. Yeah, and then Jack Wagner that. had that. Jack Wagner had the all all I need. That was a big man. Those were those were powerful moments when we were in junior high. Uh, it is Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball never know, choice. Never know what's going to come up in these conversations. I mean, I know even the listeners like on the edge of their seat. I know, and you're live now, so it's not like we could cut any of this out. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Nikki, this is a uh, now you you told me that that game you got me all worried. Like, well, maybe I was underestimating UTA, and you came at me. Oh, they got this transfer from SMU. They got this transfer from somewhere else, and so there I am, all tuned in. Like, whew, I hope this isn't a nail biter. And I'm I'm trying to get this. See if I have it right. Like fifty, what was this? Sixty five points or something, y'all. This was a uh, they, this was not close. So I feel like you misled me a little bit about UTA, but let's make it more about your team playing really well and uh, and 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 you really did you know put a put a nice game together there. Yeah, I think um, you know watch them against Kansas, watch them against Oklahoma. You know, I mean they were in a tie game with Kansas with like a minute and a half to go. Um, you know, I. I my team knew, like I, at even at shoot-around that day, you know, I, I had given them some information. And I said, had, has anyone figured out, like, what I do when I'm nervous? You know, that, that <laughs> I, I give you more information than you want. You know, like that it's, it's you know, this kid goes right 84% of the time. Like, we're telling you she goes right, but I'm telling you she goes right 84% of the time. You know, when I when I get nervous, the only thing I can do is get more information, you know, like find ways to like, you know, prepare my team a little bit better. Um, and, you know, and I actually did something in that game that I, I don't usually do. Um, you know, the game started, um, Bugs missed a couple layups. I took her out. I put Bella in. 
Um, Bella missed a couple lifts and a couple free throws. I took her out. I put Kendra in. Like, I felt <laughs> like we needed to get off to a good start. And I'm not, I'm not a coach that's quick to pull. Like, I just don't think that that gives players the confidence to make plays when the game's on the line. If they constantly feel like, oh, if I miss a layup, if I miss a free throw, if I make a defensive mistake, that I'm going to come out. Now, I have my limits. Don't get me wrong. It's not like, hey, go out there and play horrible, and I'm going to keep patting you on the back type of thing. Um, but, you know, I just I felt that we needed to play well. I felt that we needed to get it off to a good start. And, you know, so I, I just feel like it was a game that we did a really, really good job defensively, set the tone defensively, set the tone on the boards. We got, you know, two of their key players in foul trouble early. Um, and, and I think that kind of set the tone. They were less aggressive. Um, they certainly didn't press us as much as I anticipated. And so they could kind of never get rolling, um, partially, I think, because of the foul trouble. Well, and you shot 50% from three, and I think that's always a very uh, positive thing, and I, that's about right. I know sometimes you're, you want your team, when they're off, to, to get it inside and get some of those paint touches and all of that, but, boy, they were, they were hitting in, that, in this game uh, the other night. I, I, I was real particularly interested in what you said after the game about uh, Van Geitenbeek, Jana Van, uh, Van Geitenbeek, and, and I, I was struck by that because I do, I do think, and you've said this in our visits before, she, her journey and, and starting out where she did and then coming to Baylor I think reminds you a little bit maybe of, of your journey to a certain extent. But um, there's just something about, and then watching her hit all three of her threes and score 15 points, and I think that came close to a career high, that, that really um, get, grabbed your attention, and, and it seemed like uh, uh, you just seemed like you were particularly struck by that after the game. Well, I think she's struggled. You know, I think she's, mm-hmm. um, and, and we've had conversations about, um, you know, I'm like, I'm going to give you grace, but you got to give yourself grace, you know? Yeah. And it, everything may not come together exactly how you want it to, you know? Like, we all we all dream of these fairy tales. And, and, like, oftentimes college basketball mirrors real life, you know? And you um, – I, I firmly believe that the best thing that happened to me as a player was sitting out a year, you know, getting my mojo back, playing with the practice squad every day – playing against the girls, not getting yelled at, you know, like not having to do everything right and just kind of get that feel back, you know. And and in some ways, sometimes it's that love for the game back, you know. And and so, you know, you, I I get why no one wants to sit out. I absolutely um, understand it. and, And it's not like I'm asking us to go backwards, you know. I just think that it takes time when you think about someone who the last time like they were out there and they were the it girl, you know, was two and a half years ago, you know, playing in a state championship in Colorado as a senior. And then you go and you win a national championship and you go to a final four and you play on a team with 17 players. And, and, you know, I just think that there's something to be said for, how much of the game is mental and so much of this game is mental. So give, getting over that mental hurdle of, of really believing in yourself, not just telling yourself that you believe in yourself, 
Um, but, but being able to, to do the things that you expect to do, you know, as a player and do well and, and kind of have the confidence to, to step up and make plays, it takes time. And so I was, I was, I was just really happy for, and it could have been mm-hmm. her not being, you know, six for six overall, but it could have been three for three, you know, and just making the right plays. That's part of the process, you know? And so, um, I don't think she should expect to go six for six. I don't you know, I mean, all of these things are, um, you know, game to game, but I do think that moments like that give you confidence and, and keep pushing you forward. Talking to Nikki Collett on the Matt Mosley show, Baylor women's basketball coach. And, uh, also, the uh, Night Ranger came to mind, uh, Sister Christian, Coach. I'm, all these now, I'm going back thinking about these. Uh, I'm thinking some of the... about busting out singing that, but I, I don't know if I want people to turn the radio down. So, you know, I can see, yeah, that and Journey, and uh, don't believe me, I I can make them turn it down. I've had that that happens on a on a daily basis. Uh, we'll try to keep it on the tracks here. Now, uh, Asia Blackwell, she. I know you had to be pleased. You had teased that on, on your last appearance that there might be an upcoming uh, statement. She did make a statement, and I think everybody was thrilled to see how hopeful her statement was and said, you know, she did share a little bit with about it was a knee injury and that uh, she's very hopeful she can return soon. And so, you know, having, I'm sure everybody constantly asked you about that. Uh, I, I bet you were happy that she decided to release a little bit of medical news. Or, and, and I think everybody was very encouraged by that. Um, and I, there's only so much I can ask, but is there um, – from a practice standpoint, has she been? What is she? Is she able to kind of, uh, from a conditioning standpoint, is, is there any way you can answer kind of where she is? Like, it, once she's cleared to go, do you think it'll be a pretty quick ramp up process? Yeah, I, I can say she was in practice today uh, mm, for the first mm. time. Um, I don't know that I can say, you know, I, I think, but. I think people have to understand that they're exactly what you were just talking about. You know, there's, there's the knee component. Um, and then there's the, the conditioning and monitoring that and not wanting to create other issues. You know, I've watched so many players try to like full on go and all of a sudden end up with a (laughs) nagging hamstring then that they're dealing with for a month because they just, you know, didn't have that ramp up process. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be really, really careful um, with her. Um, we know she's got a huge future ahead of her. And so it's about getting her back, um, you know, kind of day to day and pushing her mileage a little bit each day and, and making sure that not only um, that her knee is holding up the way it needs to hold up, but that, you know, her conditioning and we're not, we're not causing issues in other areas and, um, but you know, we're, we're limiting contact, um, to some degree right now, but, but it was good to definitely have her, you know, just kind of in, in drills, even if they're shooting drills. And so, um, yeah, I would say at this point day to day, but we'll try to try to build her up each and every day and, and kind of evaluate, um, that way. Okay, so day-to-day tells me that uh, you wouldn't rule her out for the Arizona game Sunday, but you wouldn't rule her in, just kind of a, a day-to-day situation. Correct. 
Okay, okay. I've tried to put words in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, yeah. they – Day to day, we'll uh, we'll stick with that one. And speaking of that, that's what a fun matchup that's going to be. Now I know you don't like looking past any game, and that'll be fun um, on Thursday. Uh, Tennessee State will be in town. That's an 11 a.m. start. That is the 15th, by the way, and people kind of start to get off on break. At least the college kids that will start up for them. Uh, that'll be um, now. Is that the is that the opportunity for some of our elementary age students to get out yeah, uh, to a game? game and it'll it'll be perfect because they'll have some energy at 11 a.m right before christmas break <laughs> probably the teachers uh, you know other than chaperoning the trip there and back you know it's probably perfect for them as, as you know this final week kind of before the break happens and and kids are are poorly anyway at that point um so you know i know that we've got maybe two times as many coming as we did a year ago and so excited to kind of <laughs> Fill, fill the arena with a bunch of kids who will scream for the sake of screaming, yeah. um, whether they know a thing about basketball or nothing about basketball. So, yeah, and, and, and Tennessee State, you know, you, you, I'm not big on, on looking past, certainly. Yeah. There's a game will be a big game. And, and I actually think that um, how Tennessee State plays, while not the same, not the exact same as Arizona, um, they will press. They'll probably press for 40 minutes. Um, you know, it's kind of who they are. They create chaos and and double you and, and rotate and, and try to make you make decisions and, and sometimes make non-decision makers, you know, make decisions. And so um, it will it will prepare us. I mean, Arizona is a 94-foot, um, you know, kind of offensive or defensive team. Um, and so if nothing else, like, it's nice when you don't go from a team that plays, you know, 40 minutes of half-court zone to a team that's going to play 94 feet of man-to-man pressure. So, you know, I think as as we ramp back up after finals, um, you know, we, we do get a, a really good test, at least from a pressing perspective, if not, you know, from, from an RPI or, or net rating perspective. I think Tennessee State is really athletic and, you know, is going gonna, is gonna to challenge us in, in certain areas. All right, and then uh, the Arizona, what, what happened, by the way, I saw that result against Kansas, and was uh, and that, I think that game was, uh, at that point, Arizona, I think, was ranked 20th in the country. Uh, and 12th, 12th, actually, yeah. 12th, and okay, I'm seeing the latest ranking. I got you. They dropped them quite a bit. Uh, 12th in the country going to that game, and I, I got to see some of the social media, and I saw some, a, a few of the highlights, and obviously a huge win for the uh, the Kansas program. But to win that thing, I think it was like 77 to, to 50. Uh, have, did you get to watch that game? Have you kind of started breaking I did. down I, Arizona? I, I, was, yeah. I was actually out recruiting, um, but my yeah. flight got delayed, so I was watching on my iPad um, live, and uh, – you know, Kansas had an unbelievable second half. I mean, I, I think in the first half, you know, it was nip and tuck. There wasn't a ton of scoring. There was a lot of scoring in the first, like, four minutes, and then nobody scored for a while. Um, and then the second half, Kansas just blew the doors off. And, you know, they, they did a good job. Look, I talked all last year about how good Kansas was, you know. I mean, and how yeah. good a win on the road, which, you know, got us off our 0-2 skid in conference play and how easily that could have not happen. Um, you know, I, I just think they're a team that returned all their key players, 
you know, added a good transfer in Mayberry. Like they're, um, they know what they do. They know what they're looking for. Um, they defend you. They really are good in their, their defensive ball screen coverage and their ice. Like they, they play downhill. They can, they can stretch out and make some shots. They, you know, they've got a shot blocker in Jackson. Like they just, they're a veteran team that plays well together. And I, I think that, you know, right now, Arizona, um, has really talented pieces. I mean, um, Pellington's a, a fifth-year senior, and Kate Reese is a fifth-year senior for them. Um, but then they've got transfers. Martinez um, from West Virginia, you know, is, is a veteran transfer. Lauren Fields from Oklahoma State is a veteran transfer. Um, but it, it takes time, and I think they – Kansas was their first. I, I think New Mexico gave them a good game. Long Beach gave them a good game for a half. Um, but this was a huge step up in competition and it kind of showed, like, I think it was the first time they've really been punched and, and I'm sure, um, like all coaches, you know, coach Barnes looks at that and says, okay, we needed that. You know, we needed to get smacked. We needed to see where we're not good. We were getting too uh-huh. comfortable scoring a hundred points, you know, against teams rated 300 and below. And, and, you know, you, you need that eye opener. And so I, I, I know they play um, tomorrow, I believe, and so before they come play us. So I, I'm sure yeah. there's like a rededication to we, – we've got some work to do. We're maybe not as good as we thought we were when we were ranked 12th. And and so, you know, I I, I expect them, you know, to, to, to give us a really good game. But Kansas, Kansas deserves a lot of credit. They, they really played well. All right, uh, that's going to be uh, that'll be a fast. That'll be a lot of fun, and a lot of Baylor fans are planning to be there at, in Dallas. The uh, AAC uh, six thirty tip on Sunday, uh, number eighteen Baylor versus number twenty Arizona, two teams with incredible pedigree and and programs, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Last thing I had for you, um, any I was looking at some of the dates, and I know that second semester a tip actually. Uh, we'll start up. I'm looking at who y'all play. You got a home game. Oklahoma State comes in there January 11th. If we're thinking about the, we're, we're being very uh, optimistic about hopefully Dre Edwards being able to come back. Is everything uh, still happening in that direction? Or are we still having? Um, uh, are, are, are there good vibes toward maybe getting her back? I don't know in time for the start of conference, but fairly early in the conference season. I am always going to remain optimistic until I can't anymore. Um, but I certainly think what I what I would tell fans right now mm-hmm. is there 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 is no movement. There's no um, you know there's there's still some waivers to be um, seen and heard and um, you know we we need we need some balls to bounce our way um, and and so. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any kind of timeline on her other than she will be day to day until she's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, day to day. All right, updates on Asia and uh, uh, that. That's but that's exciting on Asia because it does seem like like you say you'll kind of ramp start ramping her up a little bit, maybe more and more, and then certainly in time for conference, it's starting to sound like she will be involved. And what a uh, again, you know, you've had some really positive things happen while she's out of the lineup, and so uh, hopefully it'll be a seamless type transition. 
uh, as uh, as you add her back in. Coach, excited. A lot of Baylor fans, both the men and women, a unique opportunity for Sunday evening at a place where a lot of us uh, go to watch the Mavericks. And I, I'm sure your players are excited and, and obviously some, some big stuff coming up there in women's basketball as a whole. So um, uh, look, looking forward to that game and appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. There she goes, Nikki Collin, off to listen to her playlist, her 80s playlist, maybe uh, Twisted Sister. We did talk about uh, Sister Christian, and um, I, I, I would imagine REM's probably in there as well, but uh, uh, she very, very much so, Ario Speedwagon seemed to, uh, to kind of get her role in there. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. That is next. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action in the future Bears game December 15th in the Farrell Center against Tennessee State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off December 15th. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more savings in more video. Calling, sharing every memory. So happy together. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Do you have someone on your Christmas list that's hard to buy for? Republic Gun Club is locked and loaded to deliver some holiday cheer. While supplies last, we have select 9mm ammunition at $0.25 cents per round. All AR platforms and optics are 15% off. We have gift cards, firearms, firearms accessories, all on sale. Make Republic Gun Club your one-stop shop for Christmas giving. Merry Christmas from your home on the range. 
BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is a priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27-13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on the team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night 121-114. Mavs will host Cleveland tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Uh, it is time for some Campus Confidential and uh, some good news there. Since we're talking college athletics from Nikki Collin on her live uh, appearance on the Matt Mosley Show uh, with uh, the Asia Blackwell news that uh, Asia will it did return to practice today. So very good news for Baylor women's basketball fans. We know there are quite a few of you out there. Uh, this is uh, arguably, I mean, I, I you know, she's one of the best players on the team. All right, I don't want to get into that because Sarah Andrews is really good too, and they're they're developing some of these younger players. But Asia Blackwell has experience. She can score down low, and she can rebound, and she just brings a, a lot to the table. So I, I would say in an 18 versus 20 matchup against Arizona on Sunday, if you could get Asia into the game, great. If you can't, that's okay. Keep ramping this thing up. The knee injury. Aaron, you heard me kind of. Kind of moving in there, trying to trying to get some more information. It did not sound as great on the Dre Edwards. I was really hoping we'd get some movement on on her eligibility uh, issues, and that's just not any movement on that right now. And that is frustrating because that's another great player. That if if Dre Edwards returns to the Baylor Bears, this is a scary team. Already a good team, but uh, the the level that that would take this team to is is pretty pretty. Uh, uh, pretty impressive. So we'll uh, continue to monitor that. Aaron, what do you have for us today in 
Campus Confidential. As most everyone knows by now, Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach died last night at the age of 61 after complications related to a heart condition. Uh, Leach's family said in a statement released today that Leach participated in an organ donation at the University of Mississippi Medical Center as, quote, a final act of charity. And it was announced today by the Mississippi State AD, which not a huge surprise, but that Mississippi State will play in their bowl game. Defensive coordinator Zach Arnett will be in, will uh, be interim head coach for that game as uh, they play in the ReliaQuest Bowl in Raymond James Stadium, home of the NFL Buccaneers. Of course, Coach Leach, nicknamed the Pirate, was a big fan of Pirates and had a life-size statue of a talking pirate in his office. Uh, the AD said, quote, it's only fitting that we play this game and honor Coach Leach in a stadium that has a pirate ship. <laughs> I like that. I like that part of it. And um, they uh, – I don't think there was ever any doubt that they were going to play this game. I mean, the team earned it, and while it is tragic to lose uh, Coach, you know, I think they want to honor him, and it's one of the great characters in college football history. I mean, he just really, I mean, even the stuff, you remember Aaron, you're a guy who likes to give the Aggies, get the sharp stick out occasionally. He had a few things to say about the Corps over the years. He had an obsession with Pirates. He had an obsession with reading about Geronimo. I even read recently where he, like, wrote a manuscript or a book about Geronimo, but he read everything. He went to law school at uh, Pepperdine, and he just he could not stop learning. And he, at one point, I guess he, in some story it came up, Aaron, that he owned at one, uh, at one time a pet raccoon. And he was talking about just in recent year when he was at Washington State, he was like, I'd really like to own another raccoon. He said, he said it's just something that um, he said they're pretty easy to keep up with. And, and uh, he said, <laughs> he's, I was just listening to some of the videos today. Or, and, and he said at some point they become teenage raccoons and you got to let them out of the house. <laughs> 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 but um, he's just a – he is a true original. He was always giving, like, marriage advice for young writers, reporters, or TV people that were going to get married. Uh, he would uh, he would give advice to them, and it was, it was always very interesting. Also could be pretty profane at times. And there was a very, very famous rant that got out years and years ago and I think it was after they actually beat a Baylor team led by Blake Szymanski, would have been circa 2007 or eight or somewhere around then, and, and they had already started playing at, uh, you know, in Dallas. I'm trying to remember where that game was. It, it might have been right after the new stadium opened, but whatever, wherever they played that game, um, that was the famous, quote, fat little girlfriend speech. And he would bring that up over the years, but he was uh, concerned that his players were spending too much time with their girlfriends. And so he, he referred to them in that derogatory uh, uh, term, and it became a very infamous postgame speech. And that was after beating Baylor that he lit into his players, and somehow that thing was leaked out. So uh, there were a lot of imperfect things, but we were all imperfect humans and uh, we all have flaws, and I would just say that uh, 
what he did for uh, just the innovation of college football, it, it was so important in the sense that you see it at all levels, high school, college, pro. It's pretty rare. Everybody can make an impact, but it's pretty rare that one person can make as enormous of an impact as Mike Leach. And whether people liked or disliked Mike Leach, they had to admit his profound impact on the game. And on top of it, he just was one of the great characters uh, to ever come our way. And I was t- talking earlier, we'll talk more in the 5 o'clock hour, but uh, you know, my memories of, of interviewing him, it was a little tricky, Aaron, because I was on ESPN 103.3 in Dallas, and of course, he had sued Texas Tech and ESPN. And part of the ESPN suit had to do with the fact that, of course, uh, Craig James had been with ESPN. I mean, it was it was a uh, a very messy fight, and there was a lot of anger. And so, of course, you can imagine us. We had him on, and then we got a call. That was one of the few times when Big Brother in Bristol was paying attention to what we were doing, Aaron. Suddenly it was like, guys, you, were, <laughs> you should have gotten it approved if you're going to have Mike Leach on. He's suing us right now. And, of course, we had him on, and he was being funny as always, but he also got into the lawsuit and what he thought ESPN had done wrong and, and what he thought Texas Tech had done wrong. And so uh, we were, they were not pleased that we had uh, decided to have Coach Leach on at that time. But uh, one of the true originals in the history of college football. And by the way, Aaron, we got a little time here because uh, I just got a text from Chip. He will not be ready to go until about 5.05. So if we want to go a little extra time here, we can. Okay. Uh, North Texas has named Washington State Offensive Coordinator Eric Morris as their new head football coach. They announced today Morris was a star player for Mike Leach at Texas Tech and then a success, successful head coach at FCS Incarnate Word in San Antonio. He replaces Seth Luttrell, who was fired December 4th after going 44-44 and 44 over seven years at the school and actually leading North Texas to the Conference USA Championship game this year. You know, I as we mourn the death of Mike Leach, I thought that was interesting that they UNT went out and hired one of Leach's players. And uh, certainly he comes from the Leach tree. And then he actually coached at Texas Tech uh, in that decade, uh, parts of that decade after Mike Leach was gone. So that, I, I'd have to look back and see whether that was Tubber. Actually, I think he was with Kingsbury um, that this coach, uh, Eric Morris, was coaching under. But he's under, he certainly would fit under the Mike Leach tree. And the guy he replaced, Latrell, was uh, was uh, coaching under Mike Leach at Texas Tech from about 2005 to 2008 uh, when they were at Texas Tech, and then he went elsewhere after that. But it's just so interesting because, I mean, Art Bryles coached under him at Texas Tech before he became the Houston coach and then the Baylor coach. I mean, you can tie so many people back. And I did talk to uh, Art today, and um, I, you know, Art was uh, Art considered him a you know a great friend. And I I I can just say this that even 
in recent days, recent months, Mike Leach continued to be extremely loyal to Art Bryles. And, and I'll leave it at that. But I, I just think it was uh, it, it, a guy that's obviously Art's become such a pariah, and we all know the reasons. And, of course, he, he, can't seem, he can't get another shot at coaching. Everybody else on his staff has moved on with their careers, but Art can't get a, a shot. We all know the reasons for all that. But I thought that was interesting today that uh, Art kind of let me know that, boy, Mike never left him. Mike never left him. He really he, he didn't. And uh, and the coaching fraternity is a close one and um, and people mess up and make and, and all of that. But uh, Mike Leach continued to be very, very loyal to Art. And that was uh, one of the things that uh, Art conveyed to me when we were uh, visiting a little bit earlier today. Uh, what else do you have for us, Aaron? Former Baylor quarterback Kyron Drones has found a new home a week after entering the transfer portal. He has announced that he will be attending Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was 3-8 and eight last year and scored just 19.3 points per game. Their starting quarterback, Grant Wells, is returning. He's a transfer himself from Marshall, who completed 59% of his passes for a little over 2,000 yards, nine touchdowns, and nine interceptions. So there's a good chance that drones could be starting for Virginia Tech next year, obviously, one of the reasons that he chose the Hokies. Well, you know, it's always tough when you have somebody in the program for a couple of years and and he was a great recruit for the Bears. I mean, has all the tools. I mean, he he really does. Got a big arm. He's athletic. He he's big. He's a big dude. I mean, Drones is not quite as put together as Gary was, but he's a little more like Gary in that. I mean, it is a big man. And I you know, it's it's just it's just tough when you when you know a guy could have been a really good quarterback at Baylor. And again, I'm still a big believer in shaping. And I think Blake's gonna gonna have a I think he'll be really good next season. And then of course Novasad will be arriving this spring and, and he can start pushing Blake, and that'll be a healthy competition. And that's what Drones saw, and that's why, uh, that's why Drones uh, decided to move on with his career. So all you can do as Baylor fans is, uh, is wish him well, is wish him well. One other thing, uh, Aaron, I did see you had the story, and we talked about it, Tori in York, the uh, Temple player who decommitted from Baylor, uh, did pick up an offer I saw from Texas A&M. I also know Duke is uh is uh, pursuing him and and never stopped pursuing him but uh, just wanted to get that update out there Tori and york put that up there and uh great player great linebacker from temple i uh, still hold out hope somehow he changes his mind decides to come to baylor but it doesn't look like that is going to happen all right it is the matt mosley show we go rolling into the five o'clock hour and we have none other than University of Texas insider. What's going on with this Chris Beard situation? Chip Brown joins us next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas adds a free agent veteran receiver, but it's T.Y., not OBJ. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. 
It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit swbc.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Yesterday, the Cowboys signed a Pro Bowl veteran wide receiver who's in the twilight of his career but can help the team during its push to the playoffs. No, it's not Odell Beckham Jr. It's T.Y. Hilton who went to four Pro Bowls in his 10 seasons with the Colts, but he missed part of last year following surgery on a disc in his neck. Head coach Mike McCarthy says he passed the Cowboys' physical and workout yesterday with flying colors and could help the offense. The timing was right. He's ready. Uh, he's an excellent addition, especially this time of year. I, I've never had the experience and quality of a player as you know, T.Y. Hilton to your roster in December. Uh, it's very unique. The bad news for the offense, right tackle Terrence Steele is out for the year with torn knee ligaments. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, December 17th and Sunday, December 18th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. More than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. Saturday, December 17th from 9 to 5, and Sunday, December 18th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo. Expo Center. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're invited to drop by and check out the new Waco location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor, and now they are bigger and better. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers, and you'll find all the welding supplies your job requires. Pioneer Steel and Pipe also has a great selection of rebar and accessories. Plus, they now stock Sackcrete, and they are the one-stop shop for custom metal building supplies and metal roof panels for your home or business. It's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices customers expect. Locally owned and operated since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6, next to Busby Feed, and at PioneerBoys.com. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Chip Brown joining us now from Horns 24-7 and uh, 24-7 Sports. And uh, Chip's been a strange last 24 to 48 hours on uh, so many fronts. It's great to have you on the program. I would have to say that had to be one of the weirdest uh, college basketball games you've ever covered and you've covered a lot of them and and seen a lot of them in austin but the atmosphere around with what happened chris beard being arrested overnight and then uh, being suspended indefinitely rodney terry taking over chip that um and you wrote about it uh, it was a really great story you wrote for uh 24 7 but that, that was that one of the strangest uh events you've ever uh, you've ever covered no doubt no doubt matt um uh, and well done with all those advertiser sponsors you got going there. You're you're you're, <laughs> you're getting it done, my man. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was it was crazy yesterday, and you know you wake up. There's a post on our Horns 24/7 message board, you know, with the link to the Travis County Jail inmate search, and you know suddenly you're you're like, well, it's not not that Christopher Michael Beard and and then it is and you're just like how on earth is this happening and then it's it's you know a third degree felony assault of a female member of his household and you're you're just like there there's no way that Chris Beard who's you know been relentless about building the program and trying to build that student following that he that he did and building that Red Raider army out in Lubbock and 
who brought in, you know, Tyrese Hunter, the Big 12 freshman of the year, who who took Iowa State from no man's land to the Sweet 16 last year and, you know, got Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen to come back for their COVID seasons and looked like he has, you know, looks like he has a backcourt that can play into March. There's no way he could have, you know, put himself in a situation where, you know, this kind of charge could be made against him. And, and then as the day wore on, and he's still in jail waiting, you know, for his magistrate hearing. And the players are having to get ready for a game. And Beard doesn't get out of jail until, you know, just a few hours before they uh, have to tip off against Rice. And then, you know, they look like zombies out there for, mm-hmm. you know, a good part of that game. And, and I, who, who could blame them? I mean, their whole world had just been flipped upside down and, um, and so, yeah, it, this is, this is, I mean, pretty unprecedented, Matt. I, I, it's hard to, you know, you've got athletes who've, who've had domestic violence charges against them. Even, you know, Jason Kidd, who had a domestic violence charge as a player who became a coach, but not, you know, a active coach, um, who's at the top of his respective sport. And so uh, this one is, and, and look, Texas officials are still sorting it out. That, that mm-hmm. arrest affidavit is one side of the story and they're, you know, they're going to let the legal process play out. He's suspended without pay and, and see where this process takes things. Uh, so, you know, this indefinite suspension could, could go a while. It's hard to imagine him, like, finding an avenue right now, isn't it, for him returning this season. And and you're right, the players trying to process this in the moment and then go play a game, and it's like you, in most instances, if your coach is out, it's maybe an illness or something, and it's like, oh, let's do something for the coach. And and this is just a completely different kind of thing. Um, yeah, this is this is a strange one. And Chip, I was thinking back. I mean, you've covered so many players that have gotten in trouble and had to be getting the arrest reports and all like that. This is uh, this is pretty rare, as you as you alluded to when when it's a coach. I mean, you've seen assistant coaches get in in trouble and everything, but boy, for Beard to be in this situation, what, did Rodney Terry, the interim coach, did he uh, did did he just seem stunned? Like after the game, you know, I was really going to be, I was really paying attention to see what his words would be. And, and certainly he expressed his love and, and he, he thinks the world of Beard. But even in saying that, based on some of these allegations, I think there are people that like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know if you can say that, coach. What, what was that like, you know, just kind of reading his body language and, and, and this uh, uh, Rodney Terry, the, uh, the assistant coach, who coached last night's game? What was that like? Yeah, I mean, he he definitely um, he did. He said, "I love Beard like a brother." And yeah, and then when um, I pressed him further about, um, you know, okay, for you know him and you love him like a brother, but what about for everyone else who doesn't know him like you do and is just hearing about these allegations? What do you say to them? And he 
you know, he went on about how much Beard loves Texas, where he graduated and where Beard graduated and all the effort, extra effort he's put in recruiting those students to come to the games and, you know, the fireside chats and trying to just keep the buzz going about uh, the basketball program and his recruiting. And, and so, you know, I think Roddy Terry is, is, you know, he's, he's all in on, on beard and, um, and we don't know, you know, we just don't know at this point, all the details. And so that's, it, it seems like, you know, you look at it from the, the arrest affidavit, you're like, Oh, he's, he's toast. Yeah. Um, but we've, you know, there's, I, I don't know. I mean, his lawyer, you know, coming out saying that, uh, and I'm not sure how, you know, Beard's lawyer can talk on behalf of the complainant, but, you know, came out and said that, you know, Beard's innocent. The complainant wants the, you know, the charge dropped and, and, and on and on. So it's, um, you know, I think this is going to, the legal process is going to play out and, and we'll see um, because, you know, even in the arrest affidavit, the, the complainant and, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody involved in this, because if Beard did what he's accused of, he's, he's done, you know? Um, But uh, if that was accentuated or, if there were, you know, extenuating circumstances, um, you know, what did, what did she do to him? I don't know. I mean, we, we got to find out. Um, and so that's what, that's how UT officials are, are handling it right now. They're going to, they're going to wait and get as much information as they can before making uh, any, any big decisions. Horns uh, 24-7, Ryder Chip Brown, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Chip, take us inside. Uh, last night, by the way, was the media. Uh, I would imagine it was uh, quite a few more people decided to show up than would normally be at a Texas Rice game. Uh, what, what Was that a... Uh, was it? Did it almost remind you of one of those Cowboys? Uh, Chip used to cover the Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News, and that's where we became friends. Did it? Did it almost have that kind of feel? I don't think you were out there for that day. To had an accidental overdose. That was one of the craziest scenes I've been a part of. But what was the what was the Austin media scene like uh, post game and and even kind of uh, pre and post game last night? Well, you know, all the news reporters show up. Yeah, on a, on a story like that. So, yeah, the you look around, you see the usual suspects in the the old sports, uh, you know, journalism press corps, and then all of a sudden you see all the news reporters and <laughs> and news TV reporters there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it was an unbelievable story. It reverber- reverberated across, um, you know, all the all the national shows and. Um, you know, because we never really know the people we cover. I mean, that, that I think that's um, been proven time and time again, Matt, that you think you know or you you know what they are to their team or to their mm-hmm. um, position or whatever. But, man, people's personal lives, 
a lot of times we have no idea. So it's um, it, it it's been a it's been a whirlwind. It's been stunning. It's been shocking, and you know you really you really feel for everybody involved because this is going to negatively alter uh, everybody's lives who were involved in this, and that's that's a that's a really unfortunate situation. You think that was the right thing to do to keep the players? Um, you know, we always want as much access as we can have in the media. They chose not to send any players out. Normally, any game, they would have at least one or two players. I know Texas always makes players available. Um, you feel like that was the right call by the University of Texas? Yeah, I didn't have a problem. There were other reporters who were really upset about that. But uh-huh. with everything these guys have been through in, in 12 hours, I – I I just wanted them to to go home and get mm. them rest, you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, let the let the grown ups take the take the heat, and um, you know that's I'm okay with that. Like it it bothers me sometimes. Like Steve Sarkeesian doesn't have his assistant coaches, his offensive coordinator, his defensive coordinator talk after games and there are the players out there having to answer for, you know, some bonehead decision made by a coach when the coaches should be the ones answering, you know, those questions. So I didn't have a problem with it uh, last night. Yeah. By the way, Dave Aranda doesn't even let them talk during the week. So you, I think y'all at least get a shot at them. Don't you on Monday or Tuesday or whatever? No, no, no. Never get the assistance during the season. Wow. Yeah, we get them. We get them once before the season, and then that's it. He's Sark what? is more Saban than he is Pete Carroll these days. That is really interesting. It's kind of an old Bill Parcells way of doing right. things as well. Um, th- this uh, this team you were talking about. This is a good team. I mean, that's the crazy thing is, is if Rodney Terry coaches this team the rest of the year, somebody brought up the name Steve Fisher, the famous Michigan, you know, he took over for, who was that, Freeder right. back Freeder. in the day. Freeder, uh, 89. Yeah, I mean, this is this was the number two team in the country. Now, they lost that game to Illinois and fell to number seven, but I mean, from a talent standpoint, you were ripping off some of the names. This is a deep team. They got great size. They got great athleticism. They may finally have a, a guard or two. Uh, that, that, you know, that can shoot. Uh, I mean, this is, um, it, this is going to be, uh, and so they've got to somehow survive this initial storm of activity. And then Rodney Terry has to find a way to coach the team, but that's the thing, Chip, they're really, really good. And, and so that adds, I mean, it's, uh, that's going to be fascinating to see how all this plays out. Uh, because as you were saying, I mean, this is a team that potentially could be one of the better Texas teams, uh, Chip, since the Barnes days, right? Right. I mean, the backcourt, and, and, and the key is, you know, Tyrese Hunter, transfer from Iowa State, really is the key. And I think Jabari Rice from New Mexico mm. State, who played with Timmy Allen's brother um, at New Mexico State, and they went, you know, they beat UConn as a 12 seed last year in the NCAA tournament. Um those guys have won. Like they've they've gone to the NCAA tournament and they've won. Jamari Rice is, you know, he looks like he's thirty five, and so <laughs> you know, Timmy Allen, Marcus, Car- these guys are veteran players. They are playing their fifth 
full season of college basketball with the COVID um, season. And, and then you've got Christian Bishop who played it, you know, three years at Creighton. And, and so it is a veteran team and the key is going to be developing the young guys, Dylan Mitchell and Arterio Morris, the two five-star recruits, because Dylan Mitchell uh, is a unbelievably bouncy I call him a six foot seven version of Kai Jones, who kind of exploded in, you know, and Jackson Hayes, you know, these guys who just exploded on the scene and, and left for the NBA. And if those two can develop, the ceiling for this team goes up because Morris is a sniper. He can, you know, he can shoot it. He's got mid range. He's, he can, he's got bounce too. So, uh, those two have to develop for this team to get to their potential. But, you know, this was, I mean, I know Beard saw this team as an absolute team that could develop into a Final Four type team. Now they have to do that development without Beard for however long, maybe the whole yeah. season. And that's where this thing gets really interesting. And, and, uh, and so Ronnie Terry's got to keep, Keep them invested and, and, you know, keep reminding them what their ceiling can be. Well, listen, it's uh, it, it's uh, well, the Arterio Morris, by the way, you know, Baylor has Keontae George, and there's just some of those guys that just go hand in hand, and they played together at times and have been in the AAU circles, and my goodness, there are some uh, – some great, great players in the Big 12 right now, and those guys could be in the NBA before too long. Chip, last thing I had for you, Mike Leach uh, uh, passing away last night. Just a uh, uh, such unfortunate news. I, I I can't help but think all your years covering the Longhorns and and um, and 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 being around and covering so much uh, college football. Uh, did did you ever have any? Uh, uh, Mike Leach sit downs or, or, uh, any favorite, uh, Mike Leach memories. My favorite, uh, conversation with Mike Leach was about a television show called silk stockings. <laughs> I don't know how many <laughs> listeners to this program have ever heard of a show called silk stockings, but Google it, YouTube it. Because Mike Leach was convinced that silk stockings was a metaphor for society. And it was, you're like, now when did you think of all this? And he's like, oh, yeah, I never miss an episode of silk stockings. You know, you got the blonde (laughs) detective, you got the brunette detective, and, you know, blondes and brunettes or, you know, he's like, if women could get along, they'd rule the world, but. You know, the brunettes don't like the blondes, but yet here we are. The blonde and the brunette work together. They solve the crimes. It, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is vintage. And the other thing, too, Matt, and this, this, everyone will identify with this. When he got fired at Tech, you know, he, he was like, that was a wrongful termination. You owe me yeah. money. Yeah. And, and he, he, told me he hopes that case goes to the u.s supreme court one day because he felt like he had the case to make you know the u.s supreme court rethink sovereign immunity in the state of texas uh because you cannot sue a government agency a state agency 
even if they have complete malpractice. And Texas Tech was dead wrong. They they went with the Adam James uh, lie of him being locked in an electrical closet when he locked himself in that closet. And if you read Bruce Feldman's book, Swing Your Sword, they mm-hmm. proved that in court. And, you know, affidavit or, uh, you know, the deposition. And I had an, well, I'll just say it, Greg Byrne, who was the athletic director at Arizona, told me, that it was down to Mike Leach and uh, Rich Rodriguez and, and, and Byrne said to Leach, Hey, if we hire you, will you drop the lawsuit against Texas tech? And he said, absolutely not. And, and Byrne ended up hiring Rich Rodriguez. And he told me I absolutely should have hired Mike Leach. You know, the guy was just totally authentic. He, He never played the game. He loved being the outsider he loved being the guy who went to law school at Pepperdine and coached, got his coaching start coaching in Finland and just saw the game in its simplest form. And, you know, you can, and also the YouTube of him drawing up the fake play sheet and dropping it in the tunnel for the Texas OU <laughs> game in 99. And Tom Herman was the GA who picked it up and took it to Bull Reese and, and they were going with it. And OU was, beating the crap out of them because they're thinking they're, you know, they got the play sheet and it's a total fake. And OU goes up 17, nothing in that game before Reese realizes he's been had. Um, That's, 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 that's Mike Leach at his best. You know, I mean, Hey man, I'm going to drop this fake play sheet. I'm going to have a player drop it in the tunnel right when the GA is walking by and it worked. It almost worked. They almost pulled it off. (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing and i love that they when they did that story reese admitted he was like yeah i was totally thrown off by it and and that's why we i mean not, a lot of times they don't want to admit that they got duped and he absolutely admitted it that they oh, yeah that he was completely distracted and on one of those plays because they were looking for a double pass or something I mean, it ended up being like wide open. I mean, it, the whole the, the Texas defense was completely thrown off. But uh, and by the way, uh, just so you know, Silk Stockings, God, they had a good run from '91 all the way to '99. You talk about an amazing run for a show, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and the yeah, that's pretty that's pretty wild. A a a drama. And by the way, the description was smut, smut, and more smut. With sex and murder thrown in for good measure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and his whole philosophy was on how blondes and brunettes can't get along, but in this show they do, and if they could get along, they'd, you know, women would rule the world. <laughs> That's what he extrapolated from Silk Stockings. And it's oh, probably some, you know, mutt. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that, was, that was involved as well. Well, uh, Chip... Great job. It's a wild times in Austin, although you're uniquely qualified for this because you have been around a lot of teams that uh, have drama. And once you've caught once you've covered Jerry Jones, it sort of prepares you for almost anything in life, uh, anything in your career. So uh, uh, I appreciate you jumping on today. Always great uh, to catch up with you. Hey, Mosley, have a great uh, Christmas. Anytime. All right, I appreciate it. There he goes, Chip Brown from Horns 24-7, and we were at the Dallas Morning News together 
uh, for quite a few years. And Chip went on to cover the Longhorns, and he loved it so much he just kept covering them. We sent him to Austin from Dallas, and he never came back. He never came back to Dallas. He just stayed right down there in the land of the Longhorn with his family. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll, uh, and by the way, if y'all want to weigh in on the text line about your favorite memories of Mike Leach, I think it's an appropriate time to do that, a good use of the text line. Some of you have uh, uh, a lot of Red Raiders listen to us, still love Coach Leach and uh, everything about him. Uh, use our text line, 254-662-1660. We may read one of those. 254-662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line. A little bit more on Mike Leach as we uh, look back on his life and career. That's next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Our running number check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll check in at Baylor Ballpark. Here from head coach Mitch Thompson on his overall thoughts of the signing class this fall for Baylor baseball. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. This holiday season, shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the Big Finish sales event, get amazing deals on new 2022 Ram trucks. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can build the custom truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in, wrap up some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. It's Baylor and Air Force in the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl, December 22nd in Fort Worth, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Athletics cranks back into action this Thursday. Baylor women's basketball up a spot to number 18 in the nation this week, hosting Tennessee State in the future Bears game in the Farrell Center. That is an 11 a.m. tip-off on Thursday for Baylor women's basketball. Also, freshman Dariana Littlepage-Bugs named the Big 12 Freshman of the Week. Baylor men's basketball swings back into action on Sunday in Dallas against Washington State. Baylor baseball has wrapped up fall drills. They, like other student-athletes at Baylor, taking care of finals on the Baylor campus this week. On a Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's back in November, we asked head baseball coach Mitch Thompson about his class of 13 signees this fall. Yeah, I think I think what we did is we, like we said, we hit the ground running. We tried to improve our club in every area, shape, and form. And and one of the things that's kind of again, it's a little bit difficult this first year is because you don't know exactly what you have. Yeah. And so we're we're making decisions and recruiting players 
without having real knowledge of seeing the guys ourselves as a staff and making those decisions on our current team. But uh, I think we improved our ball club uh, in, in every way, shape, and form at every position. I think these guys are all going to fit in well. They're, they, you know, we go through a process where we need them not only to be good players, but we need them to be good students and good kids. And, and so, uh, you know, we're really happy with it. I think that, uh, you know, virtually every position, we signed a couple catchers. We signed a couple infielders, including a shortstop. Uh, first baseman, we signed an, uh, an outfielder or two, okay. um, have, have two or three dual position guys, and okay. then, you know, six pitchers and five of them be left-handers. So, Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah, we need some lefties. We, we, <laughs> we only have one or two on the club, and so we needed some lefties, and we, we feel like we've, we've, we fit that bill. That's first-year Baylor head baseball coach Mitch Thompson, the entire list of his signees available on the web at BaylorBears.com. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. You might think all your Christmas lights are up, but Diamore Fine Jewelers has a suggestion. Add two more lights, which will really make neighbors jealous. Shop Diamore Fine Jewelers for our special Christmas lights. Diamond stud earrings for the woman you love. On Christmas morning, when you hand her that little blue box that says Diamore Fine Jewelers, you'll watch her face and think, this is going to be good, and you're right. They're super bright. She just plugs them in, and wow, she lights up the place wherever she goes. Come see us at Diamore Fine Jewelers for the final two lights that'll make this year's display the best ever. Her diamonds are at Diamore Maury Fine Jewelers, West Waco Drive. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. 
we offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27-13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on the team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night, 121-114. Mavs will host Cleveland tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Brass monkey. Beastie Boys for you on a uh, Tuesday afternoon. And it's been with uh, heavy hearts today, We, uh, but also with some laughter as looking back on the life and career of Mike Leach, who left us too soon, uh, died last night at age 61 after a heart complication. And he had been dealing, according to reports, uh, pneumonia throughout much of the season and had been led to a, a, a heavy cough a lot of the year. And uh, so wasn't feeling particularly great, but obviously um, this came as a shock what happened uh, the other night. And so uh, uh, he passed away last night, according to uh, his family, and they will play their bowl game. And if you're like me, you spend a lot of the day looking at social media, remembering some of the funny moments. And one of those was just, uh, we were just talking to Chip Brown about it, who covered the Longhorns for a long time, but goes back to that 1999 Texas OU game. And he was a young offensive coordinator for Bob Stoops. And he hatched a plan to purposely uh, drop... Uh, he, he had a player for uh, uh, OU purposely drop a a fake play sheet that certainly looked real. And it, it was uh, supposedly what Oklahoma was going to run, and it had it scripted out like it was going to be their first 15 to 20 plays. And Aaron, the uh, as the story goes, OU went up seventeen nothing, and even the Texas coach has admitted that uh, the 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 and, and by the way, the GA who picked that up at the tunnel was none other than Tom Herman, former uh, who would become the head football coach at uh, University of Texas, and he raced it over to the. Uh, to the defensive staff, and boy, they thought, oh my gosh, we are going to be 
we're going to be on top of this, and it served as a huge distraction, and it was classic Mike Leach. Now, Aaron, do we have a little bit, this is Mike Leach talking about that uh, prank? We wanted to just see how honest Texas was, so we decided to write up a script, a dummy script. The challenge for Leach in the decoy script was to come up with complementary plays to the actual one. So if you were running a play to the left, you wanted the decoy script to say something was going to the right. The next part of the plot? Call it the drop. Leach used one of his players pregame to deploy the decoy so Texas would be sure to find it. He's like, I want you to run past their sideline, and as you're running up the tunnel, I want you to take the script and act like you're putting it in your belt loop and let it fall out onto the ground. It was kind of the first real like uh, espionage I'd ever been a, a part of. One of their GAs is wandering by and, oh, what's this? A piece of paper. He looks at it and his eyes get kind of big and he sort of hides it and looks around to see if anybody saw him get it. Sure enough, the fake play script made its way straight to the Texas locker room. We all thought it was real because we thought that the alternative would, would be just so far-fetched uh, that, that somebody would go through the trouble to create a fake call sheet and actually leave it and drop it you know, where we would find it. Carl Reese takes it up to the press box. He starts studying the script, trying to figure out what defense they're going to call to match up the script. When I wasn't calling defenses, I was looking at it. And uh, it was a huge distraction. And on the second play of the game, the script says double reverse pass. We were trying to get them over there to the left. We hit Savage, and everybody was over to the left, and Savage was to the right. Go on first down, Hyper wide open is the freshman Savage. Touchdown, Oklahoma. It's very hard in the course of a football game to go back and see a wide receiver at any level of football that wide open. Going up top, Jackson one-on-one, -on -one, turns around with a catch to the end zone. As the game went on, it was a catastrophe. By the time it was 17-0 sooner. <laughs> I, what's funny is at some point, I think I've read that story before that Reese knew that he'd been duped, and it was just like they scrapped it. Now, Texas did come back, and they, they won that game 38-28, to but they trailed 17 to nothing right out of the chute. And that one play that they were talking about was supposed to be a double reverse, and they were all ready for it. And because Oklahoma knew that Texas thought it was a double reverse, they had that savage guy wide open, uh, and he leaked out. He went for a touchdown. And so uh, the legend of Mike Leach started to grow. And it already started to grow at that point. I mean, he he was with Hal Mummy at Kentucky. The um, At one point, he was the offense coordinator at Valdosta State. Somebody today reported that uh, at one point, when he was at Valdosta State, he applied – to uh, he he loved the Florida Keys so much, in fact Key West in particular, that he applied to be the high school coach at Key West, and whoever was at Key West thought it was so uh, he was so overqualified they never even uh, considered him, 
and that Mike Leach, if he had been offered that job, he would have gone and coached at Key West. Well, he didn't get the job, and he stayed at Valdosta State, and he went from there to Kentucky to with Hal Mummy, and then he ends up as the offense coordinator at Oklahoma. The next year, 2000, he ends up at Texas Tech. All right, Aaron's gathered another kind of fun one. This is a uh, kind of a famous Mike Leach moment when the uh, the the female sideline announcer, I believe she was maybe from ESPN, was somehow it came up about that uh, she was about to be married, or maybe he knew this, but um, she might have actually asked him for some marital advice. And here is what Mike Leach had to say. I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Um, I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have you any are? advice for me? Who yeah. are you marrying? His name is Trevor. Okay, yeah, well, <clears throat> I'll have to you set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, okay, so uh, where's Trevor from? He's from Florida. What does Trevor do for a living? He works in sports as well, covers football. He does what? He covers football as well. Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, so go ahead and uh, uh, don't, don't say anything else about it, but as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Trust me on that. Go elope. Because uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise away, uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy life. I'll pass along the message. Thanks, Coach. Congrats okay. on the win. Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this. If Trevor doesn't uh, have the sense to do that, tell him to call me because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. So far, they haven't done it, but I would, too. I'll have him call you for sure. <laughs> the, uh, there it is, Mike Leach and... Um, that's an odd thing after uh, during you know after a football game for the announcer to say, "Coach, I know you have some strong thoughts on marriage." I think that's what started to happen. People knew he was so funny and had weird things to say that they were always like trying to draw him off sides and get him involved. And I've heard the whole, his whole discussion on, you know, he's got a whole riff that he does. And you remember Aaron? He, coach, at some point really started doing some funny stuff on Twitter and social media. And then he did one that got it got himself in trouble and he had to back away from that a little bit. He was up. Uh, I wouldn't say he was quite as prolific as the guy who used to uh, play basketball at Kentucky, Rex Chapman, but he sort of did become prolific on Twitter. And then he got, he put one out there that got him in a bit of trouble. Um, and it was, uh, it was always, he kind of liked talking about marriage he loved talking about pirates, and he loved talking about uh, animals, like mascots and all that kind of thing. And he had this whole bit that he did where he was trying to decide what was the toughest mascot in the Pac-12. And he went, you know, blow by blow, trying to describe, you know, the Bruin. He, he, he did think the bear at UCLA. He did not really respect the Trojan um you know the the armor and the sword of the Trojan USC, but he he went over every mascot. Um, but uh, 
He'll be remembered for a lot of reasons, but I think the, the biggest one will be his impact that he had on offensive football and the innovation. Um, I've been, I meant to look that up for you guys. I wanted to tell you the name of that book that I read, and it was S.C. Gwynn wrote it. And it, one of the books was written by Bruce Feldman, who we've had on this show before, and it's called Swing Your Sword, and that's a good one. Um, and then this other one I was going to tell you, oh, it's called The Perfect Pass, American Genius and the Reinvention of Football. And it's about how Mummy and Mike Leach and how a lot of that ha- started happening at Iowa Wesleyan, but it really even goes back to Copper's Cove when Hal Mummy was coaching there, right down the road from from us, uh, from from uh, our station here. All right, uh, appreciate everybody who's been listening today. We're going to be back to wrap up a few things. Got a, a, a few breaking news items for you in the dismount. We'll do that next. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated. Independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery. They also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 450 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. 
Log Ridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. Hot season is here, and if you have issues with your AC, call Lock Ridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Mississippi State and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach has passed away at the age of 61. Wide receiver Cole Beasley is expected to come out of retirement and sign with the Buffalo Bills practice squad. The Cardinals lost Kyler Murray and the game last night on Monday Night Football. Pats beat the Cards 27-13. Cowboys add a veteran wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton signs with the Cowboys. Hilton has not been on the team all season long. Cowboys also get the news on Terrence Steele. He will be out for the rest of the season with an ACL and an MCL tear in his left knee. NBA will rename the MVP trophy to the Michael Jordan MVP. Dallas Mavericks beat Oklahoma City last night, 121-114. Mavs will host Cleveland tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is the uh, Matt Mosley Show? Got to say good night. And um, we had so much out there uh, tonight. And um, I tell you, I, I wanted to, to say I so much appreciate um, Myatt Fuels and uh, what they do and, and their involvement in that weekly appearance by uh, uh, Nikki Collin. Great job, Myatt Fuels. I mean, for all your needs, you've heard us talk about them for years and just such a valued sponsor and partner with us. Myatt Fuels, proud to be associated with uh, Baylor women's basketball and uh, just wanted to uh, to mention that. Uh yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on today in that news that Asia Blackwell is returning uh, to practice. She was in practice today for the Baylor women. Very exciting from Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley show earlier today. Aaron, great work by you. Appreciate it and appreciate everybody who's been a part of this one. We'll do it again tomorrow at four o'clock. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas.